What up, what up, what up? You already know what it is, man. It's your favorite host, it's King Maserati Santana, the celebrity guru. And welcome back to another episode on On the Rise Uncensored. I got another artist in the building with me coming all the way from the Trey Folk. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's not originally where he's from, but he's definitely in the building. I want everybody to show love to my homie D.L. Cordero in the building. Yeah. How you feeling, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Good to finally be here. Okay. Two six for sure. So listen, yeah, let's yeah. let's go back to the beginning, man. Let everybody know like who you really are, where you sure. from, and all that good stuff. Hey, man. Look, my name is D.L. Cordero. I was born in upstate New York, small town that nobody knows called Medina. Uh, that was for the first six, maybe seven years of my life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, after that, my parents got divorced and. I flew over to Puerto Rico out of nowhere when I was like seven years old, going into the third grade type shit. Uh, what was that like? Man, that was definitely a crazy-ass transition, bro, because you could walk into a whole different environment. I'm talking about the weather, the creatures that are there, you know what I'm saying? Like, the people, the language, bro. That was the first thing. I walked in there, I didn't, I didn't know anything. I didn't know Spanish at all. Wow. And I'm a kid, and I got to go into school, like, probably, like, what, like, weeks after I moved there. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't know any Spanish at all. You know, started getting into fights, obviously, naturally, you know what I'm saying, for not knowing the language and shit. So motherfuckers trying to pick on me and shit ended up getting punched in the mouth. <laughs> wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, so did you even grow up around the culture of, of being Puerto Rican? Yeah, because uh, the thing with, with being... In Puerto Rico is there's a lot of everything there. You know what I'm saying? And before I even was in Puerto Rico, me being a kid, the first the first rap song I ever learned was Coolio. When wow, which song? Gang- Gangsta's Paradise. Bro. Wow. When that that was the first rap song me as a child, I knew the lyrics to. You know what I'm saying? My very my very first uh when music very like first touched me for the very first time, pause. Was when <laughs> was when um, when Michael Jackson came out with the black and white video. Wow! So it started with Michael Jackson. You know what I'm saying. Then I'm listening to like radio shit. So you got the R and B that was playing on the radio. You know what I'm saying. You got the the Brandies, the Monicas when that when uh, that boy is mine came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that shit. And then I go and move to Puerto Rico and shit. I'm still a kid, really. So. Learning the language, back to that. Um, it's a real funny story because I ended up me in the third grade. I did not know any Spanish at all. Right, my father, he hands me a translator, them little fucking plastic translators. Yeah, you, you gonna learn today? You gonna go out there into <laughs> the world and you gonna fucking function in that bitch, like like in a knot type shit. So, I go to school with the translator. So, that was literally my life until I learned Spanish, bro. Just like. Type in. So, so I hand I hand, hand you the translator. Oh yeah, and they trans they hand me the translator back, and we're communicating like this until I start actually learning Spanish. So what age was that? That was seven years old, bro. Third grade. So how long did it actually take you to learn it? Not too long. I was probably probably by the fourth fifth grade. I was like defending myself already. Like I was saying I was saying words funny. Like, <laughs> but then eventually, bro, probably. Sixth grade, I'm gonna say sixth grade, seventh grade. I was already fluent in Spanish. Wow! So you think them guys was beating you, beating up on you? Think it was bullies? Yeah, yeah, it was bullies, <laughs> and they was Puerto Rican also. Yeah, they was Puerto Rican, but I didn't know this. I didn't know the language, so they were like, "You ain't Puerto Rican." <laughs> so because <laughs> you don't know the language, bitch. <laughs> so it was the, okay, so, but you have people that that's all Puerto Ricans, that's all Dominicans, mm-hmm. and never grew up around the culture. Yeah. So that makes you not Dominican and not Puerto Rican? Yes and no. I I, I can compare it to the, to the New Yorkans. New Yorkans, there's a lot of people that were born in New York and were raised in New York, but they're still Puerto Rican, you know what I'm saying? And they have, uh, they still have a pieces of Puerto Rican culture and Dominican culture. Mm-hmm. But it's not the same. Because when you go to the land, you realize that it ain't even how you're perceiving it over here. So did it make you want to learn, even though they was bullying you oh, yeah. because they, they yeah, was saying you wasn't Puerto Rican? Hell yeah, I wanted to learn. Because it wasn't really about that. That was just a side note. That's just a side note of my life. Like, 
fighting is nothing. That's just that's just one piece of just everything, bro. Like I had to adapt to a lot of shit, bro. Like you've been to Puerto Rico before? No, bro. The mosquitoes. <laughs> that's the first thing. Other than the language barrier, that's the one of the first things you're gonna realize. The mosquitoes. The mosquitoes. They hit different. Yeah, they super different, especially <laughs> when you're new. Right. Yeah, oh, bro. New blood, <laughs> new new blood, blood. bro. Yeah. They're at your ass, bro. And they, they got lizards over there that'll just be in the house. They'll, like, they'll just yeah. be in your house and you, there's nothing you can do about it. Like, <laughs> they just come in and it's just chill. They'll be like, you're like this small. They could be this big. It could be a big ass lizard in the back of your house. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? In the tree, wild lizards and shit. And it's super humid out there, too, because it's like mad tropical. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like you're adapting to to literally the humidity and all that shit. Yeah, so it's crazy. So do you like got any siblings? Nah, I, not from over there. I actually have a, a sibling on my mother's side. So there's a whole different there's a whole different side of the family. Like my mm-hmm. mother's black and white. Oh, so, okay. And she got and uh, she divorced my father. She got with this Italian dude. Made a kid out of them. Smell like money. You. <laughs> <laughs> so smell like money. So it's, it, it smells like uh, working class. Yeah, <laughs> a good, a good, decent, solid working class for sure. So, what's uh, the yeah. relationship like with the other side of the family? It's uh, distant. I can say that, at the least, distant. But it's cool because, hey, look, that's just, just how I've always been. Like anybody mm-hmm. in my family, they know how. They already know what time it is with me. Like. Even if I'm not doing anything, it's like my mind is just on on my goals, you know what I'm saying? And just like I'm always like I'm really goal driven when it comes to this shit. So right. that that results in being distant, you know what I'm saying, with certain people and certain family members and things like that. Plus, my whole uh my whole raising was different. Like I was raised like way over here. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I got moved over there to Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. So I got so distanced from them. Like, I made a whole different life over here, bro. So, like, I'm going over here to, uh, like, to visit my mother and shit, like, every summer maybe. Every summer I would go over there and tap in and shit. But, you know, it's just shit. Life shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, man, keep it locked right here. Yeah. You know, I got my man D.L. Cordero in the building. Um, when we get back from the break, we actually going to talk about how did you get introduced to the music scene? So y'all Sorry. keep it live. We'll be right back. Uncensored, baby.
it to kill us, claiming that they live it. Real hitters, hitters. Brandish the iron and blast like holes, holes. When you got nothing to live for, notice how you get hot and more explosive. Focus, ready to rip them up with the doses. My life, if you're fronting and stunting for nothing, better act right. Before I spark and dim your light, I'm a hazard to kill a bad seed for women. When in doubt, go for self and clap and finish. Anything moving, rightfully hit for wrongdoing. I'm a follower, encouraging all my killers to what? Holla, holla. Baby on the rise Got my man D.L. Cadaro And still in the building with me So before we went to the break uh, You was telling me about You know Your other side of the family And mm-hmm. going to Puerto Rico And then you know uh, Just being around bullies <laughs> Shit like that Yeah Um. How did you get introduced To the music scene? Man I've been in Alright so When I was in Puerto Rico In the 7th grade Is when I actually got introduced To actually playing the music Mm-hmm. So when I was in the seventh grade, um, I got put into a, a music school to where I played. I learned how to play the acoustic guitar. So boom, cool. That's fine and everything. I would you I'd be play, skipping play. classes and shit. Yeah, I could play. I could definitely play. But I actually learned to play better when I just did it by myself and I just play it by ear. When mm-hmm. I just I just learned basic chords and just went went from there. But that was uh, like the seventh grade, so I'm just developing my music ear since young. You know what I'm saying? So I take a super break, super break. Like I'm, when I when right before I moved from Puerto Rico, I actually had a reggae band. So I was the singer of a reggae band. Get <laughs> Mind out <of> you, <laughs> mind you, like real reggae. Yeah, yeah, real reggae. Hell yeah, what you mean? Yeah, Damn. the roots reggae shit. Not not the dance hall, none of that. Not the commercial stuff. Yeah, but then um, yeah, I was over there doing stuff. I actually organized a show up um in the university over there. Too was that, and we had that shit rocking too. That shit was funny. So like, who's some of your inspirations in in reggae music? Oh man, I mean, you definitely got to go with the King Bob Marley oh, for sure. Obviously, I got his. Yeah. Representing him right now And uh, Other than that <clears throat> His sons Damien Ziggy Stefan yeah. Jiggy uh, Ziggy um, Julian um, Other than that uh, I fuck with Albo Rosie mm. I fuck with Gentleman I fuck with Buju Banton Capleton Sizzla <laughs> You know what I'm saying <laughs> Boys excited in the back like, Yeah Protégé <laughs> Wow. Chronics, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you really know the history on that. Hell yeah, bro. That do you practice their culture too? That's what I play. I don't, not exactly, but I take pieces from it. You know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna hear it in my music if you delve into my music a little more. You're gonna hear where I have those Rasta influences because the the way that I see, like at least like ideas and religions and and you know philosophies is i just take i take a piece of everything i don't think you should be limited to one to one source you should you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um so that's what i do you know what i'm saying like i rock my buddha bracelets but yet i have ganesha which is a hindu god oh wow on my sleeve you know what i'm saying and then i got like sacred geometry going on that this this is pertinent pertinent to no religion at all and this is before religion how many people notice about you uh f- the people that ask <laughs> wow that's and, crazy and, and it ain't a lot of people that ask questions like that like people will listen to the music and be and be like cool and like you'll meet people and whatever but you don't really get to and you, see that and see that's my thing not to cut you off but mm-hmm. that's my thing because how can you try to get followers or get fans mm-hmm. and turn them into um, 
just people that really just follow you, period, as a person. Yeah, man. So people just listening to your music, they don't really know you. They don't really know. You know? Yeah, and that's why I appreciate that you bring me on your platform like this Mm -hmm. to where I can speak certain things that I can't translate in the music. You know what I'm saying? Because there's certain truths about me and about the world and what I think about, what I feel about that. You just got to say it. Right. It just got to be a direct sentence. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck the rhyme schemes. You know what I'm saying? Like, But it's dope, though. You're mixing American, Puerto Rican, and reggae all together in just one format. Yeah, With man. you just being an artist. And you embrace all of that through your music. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, if, and if you really listen clear, like... Listen closely, and you're in tune with what I'm with what I'm trying to do. You're gonna you're gonna hear it all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna hear all that shit. Yeah. So speaking yeah. of being a Puerto Rican, bro, like, how do you feel about? Because uh, we're still celebrating 50 years of hip hop. Mm-hmm. Obviously, mm-hmm. how do you feel about? You know, uh, did you grow up listening to Big Pun? Yes and no. I did it later. I was late to Pun, but hey, yo, come on, man, Fat Joe, Fat. Obviously, come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. What What did you like about Big Pun's music? When you actually... So you, you, was, his, you was older his, when you started listening to his music. His rhyme schemes were crazy as fuck. Yo. Like, what he was saying was crazy as fuck. Like, it's a... It's a... It's a aura that comes with your style. Like, your style is like your aura, really. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, when he came in, you know what I'm saying? Like... Even when I did, like you just said, even when, uh, like, me coming, running back to it late, you can still see, like, I'm, now I'm like, yeah, I can see why motherfuckers are like, <laughs> yeah, Big Pun is the GOAT. Yeah. I can see why. It's clear. Like, okay, cool. So ain't ain't so many people really doing it exactly like him yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, they took his style and started doing other shit. You, <laughs> this is going to be a crazy question. What? But ain't no questions crazy though. Not you really. think he, if he didn't die, do you think he would have been as big as Biggie? <laughs> you crazy, man? Why'd you do that? We talking about Big Pun. I mean, All right, look, you know, um, why not, bro? I mean, because all right, look, because because you ought to, you ought, I, at least me as a musician, I listen to to tones and shit. So Biggie's tone just brought a certain audience. Well, like his delivery or just... His delivery, his cadence, and just the tone of his voice. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Pun has his own. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's super hard to really compare them like that, bro. It's super hard. Like, I'm rooting for my dog, Pun. (laughs) I'm rooting for my dog, Pun. I'm rooting for my dog, Pun. So you do think he would have been... I think he would have been right there. I think he would have been right there with him. Why not? That's my opinion. Why not? I think he... So look, they they both had an untimely demise. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard to predict where both of them would have ended up. You but you did saying? listen to Biggie. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So well, in the era that you was listening to Punt, obviously you was listening to Biggie at the same time. I was listening to everything pretty much. Who would you say your Who would you say was in that top five? Not your top five, but in that just, top five. Yeah, in that top five around the time you in was listening era. to. Yeah, in that era. Yep. Jesus Christ, bro! <laughs> I would put Nas there, of course. Biggie, Pun, mm. Pac, and I'm kind of hesitant. Kind of hesitant to put Jay there. Mm. Kinda. God. <laughs> so hold on. Hey, wait. hey man, you're gonna get the so internet wait. going crazy under these comments, bro. So, so wait, <laughs> you you wouldn't yeah. well you didn't say you wouldn't. No nah. Jay that you said you was hesitant. Hesitant. Who, like, okay, so if it wasn't Jay, who else would you put? Bro, Cube is there for the taking. You know what I'm saying? Um shit. See, it ain't a lot. It ain't a lot. Wow. You got Cube right there. Well, you named everybody got, on the East Coast. I mean, there is. Not the West Coast, though. I mean, I did say Pac, and I did say yeah. kind of. Well, Pac is from the East Coast, really. <laughs> oh, I yeah, mean, Pac, yeah. He, from the East he represented Coast. the West, though. He did. He represented the West, so I mean, it's kind of. It's kind of. 
either way on that one. But yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, out of all of that, out of all of that bunch, I would pick Nas personally. Out of all of the bunch, I'm talking about pun included. I pick Nas. So have so did you listen to uh, did you did you ever get a chance to listen to Jay's first album, Reasonable, Reasonable Doubt? Doubt? Yes, sir. Did you ever get a chance to listen to Nas' first album? Yeah, yes, sir. Hell uh, yeah. I actually like Nas's album more than Reasonable Doubt, man. Well, Nas dropped Illmatic before Reasonable Doubt. But well, um, Nas dropped in what ninety four, somewhere around there. But we got to get the facts. Uh, damn it! Damn. We we, we got to get guy. the facts on that. We got to get the guy. facts on that. <laughs> Reasonable Doubt came slightly later, but it was re released too. Yeah, mm. that's right. It was re released. Yeah. Yep. Because Jay but did a whole same time frame. They just had to get the record deal straight. Mm. That's correct. Yeah. That's why we need you, man. Well, yeah. How did that impact you as an artist, though? I mean, it just showed me the roots. It showed me the roots. Where 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 this shit was coming from? You know what I'm saying? Um, if, you know, there's it's always a little. It's always inspiration and, mm-hmm. and and you know taking pieces of things and knowing how to flow. You know what I'm saying? This is where these are the basics. These are the basic artists that you go to 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 really learn how to how to do these flows and cadences and learning what punchlines are and mm-hmm. all of these things. It really like at least for my generation, it comes from the nineties. So from from your generation, I'm th- I'm I'm in my thirties. Okay, so, so okay, so for your generation, yeah. are you here to when you go in the studio? Are you just you know? Um, one take artist or you, nah. you you punching in? I'm definitely punching in if I have to. And and it really depends on the song because it's going to be one song that is going to be like, oh, shit, that shit just came out effortless. Fuck it. We don't need any, any other take. But then you got certain ones that I put my mind to and there's certain schemes that are going to come in the first four bars that is going to be hard to catch my breath in a performance if... I keep, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to switch the, like, when I switch up the bar, I'll be thinking of all of that they, shit. They did it in the 90s. Hey, I mean, shit. That's cool. <laughs> they, but, you know, that's so, cool. some people look at that like cheating. I don't I don't really think it's cheating. I think it's art, yo. I think it's you're constructing your art. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you want it to be perfect. Like, uh, Dr. Dre has their artist, has his artist go in the booth and spit the same line, like, 50 million times. You know what I'm saying? It all depends on the approach, and, and why do you think that? So they can, so they can learn it. So they can, not so they can learn it, but so that the recording can be at top form, so that when he goes into mixing, mm. it's in optimal form. Like the vocals is exactly how he wants them to be. Everything is 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 good. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no fall offs going on anywhere. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. how I. That's how at least how I feel. Like he would do it. Cause yeah. that's how I would do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you sent me a record yeah. that um I got played through the Fleet DJs. Mm-hmm. Um, the record is called Fake Love. Shout out to the Fleet DJs, yeah. man. Definitely I, shout I, out to I the hope y'all, I hope y'all are hearing me, man. I really, I'm really trying to tap in with y'all. I fuck with y'all. Yeah. What was? Why did you even make that record? Why did you name it that? Fake Love. Was it something you was going through at the time? I mean, look, it's a. That shit was an accumulation of shit of, you know, in relation to that topic. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got certain people that you'll put, like, you'll give, you'll give a certain affection to and you'll show love to. You know what I'm saying? And, bro, you're there with them. You show them, like, look, I rock with you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're supporting. You know what I'm saying? You're supporting them. You're one of the few people that supports them. Let's let's put it that way. You're one of the few people that supports them, bro. And then like they go and just like turn on you, bro. Like and like for what? People like, do turn on show, you quick. Though. I don't show, and it's it's so funny, bro, because I show love to these people. Like I give love out, and I don't understand why they receive that and just like. I don't know what they think. I don't know if they think like I'm I'm soft or if they think like I'm a are fan. You, are you or talking about think, people that's around you or you just yeah, people in that's, general? People that's around, bro. People that's around. Like certain people. 
You know what I'm saying? We definitely ain't going to say no names, but you definitely know who you are. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, you getting Okay. I, I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Like, you, you just touched on a, on, a, on, a, on a topic right there, man. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, that record, so, all right, so it's going to be, you're going to hear a lot of uh, things being said in that record where it's it's basically I'm saying, like, like I give, I give y'all all this love and, and y'all just, like, y'all say that you cool and y'all say that y'all giving y'all... It seems like you're giving love back, you know what I'm saying? But then at a certain point, that shit completely turns around. Like, and it's like you just forgot about a nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? So, I'm that. That's what that was about. You know what I'm saying? So, so you, de- you so you definitely taking shots in this record. I am definitely taking shots at this, but it's it's not one person though. I'm ready. This to is hit. like I said, it was an accumulation. It's an accumulation of situations and individuals that I. I just got fed up with it. Yeah, I, I just got fed up with the shit, and I dropped "Love Fake Love," bro. I'm ready to hear, it, man. Introduce that record. Hey, so look, this is "Love Fake Love." This is off of my album "Planting Seeds." Please go get that. That ain't scary to me I've been fully loaded Like I carried a piece And I'm ready to spin it Sad thing is that We way more alike than different But decisions have put us In this position No love for the fake love So I give you good riddance Yeah I said what I said uh, If I had a heart And I was dead I put it on me I'm the one who misread Thinking you really Could be a good friend You draining my energy Please get up off me Burning bridges That can really get costly Don't confuse me I can really get saucy I'll be chilling But I feel like they forced me No love for the fake love Fake love Fake love what your heart really made of no love for the fake love fake love fake love no love for the fake love fake love fake love what your heart really made of no love for the fake love fake love fake love fake love fake love what your heart really made of Damn, we the commit. 
Either that's one to die to. I try to just throw it at you. Determine your own adventure, Andre. Got to a station, here's my destination. She got off the bus, the conversation lingered in my head for hours. Took a shower, kinda sour, 'cause my favorite group ain't coming with it. But I'm with you 'cause you're probably going through it anyway. But anyhow, went and died, went on out and bought it 'cause I thought it would be jamming. But examine all the flaws, get lost, get awfully sand and it's costly. But that's all shit. Wrote and I hope I never have to float in that boat. Up street, it's sweet, it's the last quote that I wanna hear when I'm going down. When all said and done, and we got a new Joe in town. When the record player get to skipping and slowing down, all y'all can say is them. In the building, Cordero in the building. Yes, sir. What up, though? What up, though? <laughs> so, fake love. Mm-hmm. This is what I want. Don't get to the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. Did any of them people hear the song? And how did they feel I'm about sure the song did. if they heard it? I'm sure they did. Not that I know of, though. Yeah. But I'm sure they did. Because we in the same scene. Music goes around. Um, I share, I've, I've definitely. Um, Sent it to some review shows. Um, yeah, the, uh, I'm real into the um, the Facebook review show scene. So, okay. Um, there is an actual pretty decent scene down there um, in that world. So get a, get some good a good fan base over there. But then, nah, I don't know if um, if they would they've actually heard it. You know what I'm saying? But if I would have to put a percentage on it, probably like. It's an eighty percent chance they heard that shit. <laughs> and you know, speaking about the reviews, mm. a lot of artists they confident enough to send their record in, mm-hmm. but when they get back feedback from the reviews, oh man, they start trashing whoever. Yeah, show. yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, yeah. I, as an artist, like, how you feel about that? <sighs> I mean, it's hard for me to 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 know why they do that because. At least me, like my music gets received well. You know what I'm saying? Like on a bad day, it'll you know something. It'll be like a mix is off or something, or mm-hmm. like something is like probably too repetitive, like nitpicking type type stuff. But I can't lie, I'll be looking at that <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> and it's like, come on, man, just just bow out gracefully. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. You already you already got this one L. Like, don't go looking for another L. You know what I'm saying? Because that's just gonna turn the whole crowd against you, and you're just gonna look like a doofus. You know what I'm saying? Like, in this industry, you gotta have tough skin. You got to, constructive man. criticism is a bitch. Oh man, look, I advise. Look, any any artist that really hears this that hasn't gotten actual feedback on their music, and only their homies and their mom have heard it. Mm-hmm. Go to the review shows on Facebook. Just look. Go into Facebook. Go into the search bar and type in music review. Boom. 
You're going to find some shit. Go in there and really put your shit to the test, bro, because it's, it's a whole different world, bro. Like, you have this, you have this perception in your head, right? Mm-hmm. But then, like, okay, boom, I'm going to make this song. This shit sound dope to me. To me, this shit fire. This shit flames. You know what I'm saying? All right, boom. And you go and you're super confident. Yeah, I'm going to send this shit. They're going to love it. You know what I'm saying? But then when you don't get the result that you want. Then you're angry. That shit burns a hole in you, bro. <laughs> but it shouldn't, though. It shouldn't. Everybody's not going to like your record. Not everyone's going to like it. And that's going to be what you got to learn throughout the journey. But right there in the beginning, at that stage, where you don't even know if your music is good or not to the general public, if mm. you start, once you get that bad feedback, you're going you're gonna to feel hurt, man. Because, you know... Artists are sensitive to the to the music, you know what I'm saying? And even more if you're if you're an artist at heart, you know what I'm saying? That's why they're afraid to send the music in to the reviews. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Because I've been of the feedback. Because of the feedback. So you I've been through that, you was man. hesitant to send one of your records yeah, in? Yeah, when I was first when I first started out, bro, like like music that ain't even on ain't even um what what is it? Oh, this my bad. Music that ain't even out mm-hmm. no more that I took off. Man, bro, I was super hesitant because I was the one mixing my music. I, I actually mix all of my music. I mix it and I master it. And so I you were concerned it. about your, your sound? Yeah, your like sound more than anything. More than anything, it was because that was the main the main criticism that I would get in the beginning was the mixing. So me, like, I'm the type of person that you're going to give me negative feedback and I'm going to fix it and I'm going to be like, bring Present it back it to again, you and yeah. be like, how do you like it now? Is it right. good now? Right. That's the type of person I am. And that's what and that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, that's exactly how you should take that. Because do I don't think there's any other way that you should take a music review show is take the feedback that they give you, fix what you need to fix, come back. Is it good now? Is it, if it's good, cool, boom, on to mm-hmm. the next. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what exactly are you working on now? You're working on an album, EP. What's next for, for you? I mean, I'm, I have something sequenced already. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna call it a project yet because I don't got a name for it. I'm thinking of a name, but I'm also have this. I also have a secondary idea of bringing some some old stuff back mm-hmm. and polishing it, adding more stuff to it, reviving, recreating it type mm-hmm. shit. So I'm in between those two ideas, and I don't know what to do, man. I'm on. I'm on that. I'm on that. Um, I'm on that phase right now when it comes to that, to dropping something, because I want to really promote the project that I do have out, the Planting Seeds album. Mm-hmm. It's a great album, guys. It's a good fucking album. Yeah, it's already like on the, platforms, right? It's on all platforms. I like to call it the best album never heard. Wow. That's what I like to call it because it's so dope, and it's not just because it's my music. I've gotten the feedback. I've done my rounds with this. I paid my dues with it. You know what I'm saying? And it's some solid stuff, man. So, 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 what lane would you consider yourself at, into? Like, damn, are bro. you a lyricist? What, what are you? The, I would be considered a lyricist. People would call me a lyricist from the outside looking in, and mm-hmm. I would say so. But I do have certain <clears throat> creative ideas that I want to get out, though. Um, when it comes to like. Melodies, I have, I I tend to have a lot of melodies in my head, like for choruses, you know what I'm saying, for bridges that I can't necessarily pull off. That I'm gonna need to bring artists that's willing to 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 let them that's willing to let me give them like, look, this is the this is the the hook right here, and it goes like this. It's supposed to go up here. It's supposed to do this. So now you songwriting now. A songwriter from a songwriting, yeah. I have a whole mm. lot of songwriting ideas. Which bro. creates a, a a dope feature. Exactly, bro. Which mm. I can take, like, I'll be listening to different female artists, specifically, and I'll be like, damn, she would sound so dope with this hook that I got in my head, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm Maybe you should reach out to some of them. I'll be trying. I'll be trying. Yeah. It's kind of hard. It's kind of it's kind of difficult to, to get a home. Um, a solid R&B female artist that can record some good stuff, recording-wise. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. people can be great singing, but it's just that I need that recording to be good so that everything makes sense in the track. 
know what I'm saying? So nevertheless, man, you I would say for all the people that haven't heard your music mm. or haven't even really tapped in to you or, you know, your motion that you got going on, because you do got motion. Mm. You fire. Even I think uh with the nine one oh versus nine one nine event that I uh put on for Fayetteville, there were people that actually knew you there. Oh yeah. That reached out. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And one thing about me, I I don't try to just get local artists. Mm. I always try to reach around in the whole state of North Carolina. If I can get some people from out of state, mm. I mean, you got to be willing to travel. Yeah, you know, and then yeah. it got to make sense to the, to the artists that's traveling. Yeah. You know, everybody want paid shows, and mm-hmm. I mean, do you feel like that yep. at this time you should get paid for shows? I mean, artists getting paid for shows. I feel like. <clears throat> Man, that's a good ass question because me as a as a like I see myself still as local. You know what I'm saying? I see myself still as I'm under the underground. You know what I'm saying? Like that's literally how I feel. That you're me. under the underground? I feel like I'm under the underground. Like so for me to demand paid shows, I would never do that, but I definitely want paid shows. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what I'm working for. I'm working towards the paid shows. Yeah. But I'm willing to pay to perform as well because this is what we call paying dues. You know what I'm saying? Like, when they say paying dues, that is actually a piece of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. going out and actually taking money out of your own pocket. If you don't do that, oh, man, you're going to be in for you gonna have to invest in. You're going to have to invest in your own movement. I mean, no matter what. Yeah, you can't take that part of it no unless, you, unless you unless you finally get somebody behind you that's going to mm-hmm. invest all that money into exactly. you where you ain't got to, you know, do anything. But mm-hmm. um, in the meantime, it's on you. Man, yeah, buddy. it's on you yeah. and how dedicated you are to your own, uh, that's my you own know, shit. movement. Yep. You know, yep. but um, yeah, man. So listen, mm. you got bars. Mm, they say that I want to hit You will definitely hear these bars man. So we're about to get into it man You Let's know go. We got my boy D.L. Cordero in the building I'm about yeah, to hit yeah. some balls That's going to be the only thing that's going to complete This episode of this interview right here bro. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying Ooh, You ready? I'm you ready, ready for this? Man, look. <laughs> hear that? Alright let's get to it Hey what up This is Only One Theory And I'm rocking out with <clears throat> King Maserati Santana On the Rise Radio Show Let's go. Yeah. Shout out to the Trade Folk, man. Look. Yeah. Straight up. They are DL Godera on all platforms. Look. Hey. Higher forces intervene when I'm jotting a scheme. I can't let you see my soul if you're not with the team. Manifested in my hands, it's not just a dream. Sold it in, but I know that it's not what it seems. Give positions to a pawn and they plot on a king. Too misguided by the wealth and the diamonds it brings. Type to turn to someone else when they got what they need. Never know when I can drop their regime. Uh, hypnotized by the rims of the car spinning. If that's the vision, you gon' have to put your wall in it. Life is naturally challenging, ain't no hard feelings. I just treat it like a mouth and put my balls in it. Lot of fraud niggas spread a false image. Maserati called me and told me to get the ball spinning Light a spliff and we posted up in the car chilling We gon' make it out the hood but that's a God willing uh, It look like I be grinding till it ain't no grind left Just had to take the moment to perfect the mindset If life is such a movie let me get my lines in Before my time ends and the lights dim Comfy in my section just letting the beat play 47 next had a step for the team's sake uh, Never lose my humble I'm thankful and give praise uh, This here is my life and for you it's a big phase uh, If anything we let the mind Get them Overthrow your leaders And anybody who been involved with them Line in the sand for little mouses I got all venom Break these niggas down when I'm whipping I'm dissolving them Treat my problems like it was puzzles I've been solving them Had to take me a minute to understand Led by the most high So who are you to make demands We just pull up to your land And look uh, Shit up Keep up fuck is up man you, 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 you now rocking with your what up, what up, what up, what up, it's your boy, Jay-Z, jamming, 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 the most hip-hop and R&B. The Bleed DJ. The 
regular presence on my shoulder that tells me to never fold up. Pedal to the metal like a real rock and roller. We've been smoking all morning, but we still gotta roll up. We ain't never gotta sell, but we still copped them boulders. Now the temperature's too hot to measure. Reading the signs, but who am I to lecture? Reading don't gotta give a lot of pressure. They die with a minimum amount of effort. Uh. Got militias that love me and they all train killers You hang with snipers and still I'm out of your range, killer With a snap of a finger, your life could change, killer Be aware, the real is finally here Got them big boy blunts lit in public and I don't care Feeling like a country boy, I get it out the mud Now I'm flying out the country, boy, I'm feeling like the one This cat'll make him scatter like they taking out the guns I'm the lad up in the lad, banging all on the drums Now the jig is up, time for us to break into the scene Put it in a cup, this the type of shit that make him lean Now it's cool to front, underneath it all with Does it mean I was rooted up? A royalty is coated in my jeans. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Yo, what's up? This is Queen Latif in the house. Definitely representing Jersey on the love, love. Cooling in Cali, she been living single, but damn, I miss home. Love the 
to see us move as a flock, unstrapped against each other. Nobody armor, nobody harms a hair on a head. Everything's karma, and we come and we get stalls and fools. We paid the dues, we made the blues. So come on with the, come on, get down with the, get down, I'm down with my hometown sound. Telling you, my man, uh, Kadero really, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, hey, listen, lyricists, right? They that they would say, they would say that, yeah, fire, you know. Yep. Um, yep. you probably practice a lot too, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get in these ciphers, do. I actually do. You yeah. got to, you got to, in my opinion. I don't know, I don't, I, I know, like, today's era of, of rapping is a certain way, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? A lot of like not writing going on, a lot of freestyle punchings going on. You know what I'm saying like definitely a lot of that. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm definitely not in that lane. I'm yeah. Definitely not in that lane. I really I'm really like I'm really true to the music. I'm a true to the music artist. You know what I'm saying? Like the music is before anything. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And then the messages are very important to me. You know what I'm saying? Like. At least something Like even if It's a club record That I make There's gonna be At least something That I need to put in there For you to at least Think about for a minute That's a fact Well go ahead And tell the people man Where to stream your music at And also where to find And follow you at Hey man You can just put in D.L.Cordero Anywhere you want I'm talking about Anywhere you want On your favorite platform Spotify Apple YouTube Amazon All that Deezer Pandora. I know. I don't think you can search music on Pandora. I think it just comes up random now. That's crazy. I thought they would probably would have did an uh, update with Pandora by now. Still on that shit. I think. Yeah. yeah. That shit, wow. But yeah. Any anywhere. Anywhere. I'm talking about on your favorite platform. Check me out. Uh, check out my album Planting Seeds. It's a really dope album. I say that one more time. And also check out Curves and Angles. Um, I dropped the video of that um, of a few months back. Um, check that out on my YouTube. And also check it out on Spotify. It's everywhere. That's a fact. Well, you already know what it is. I definitely appreciate you coming in the building. You now have been uncensored. <laughs> you know what God I'm saying? It. Yeah, on the rise, man, with your Hell host, yeah. man, King Maserati Santana. Had a dope artist in the building, man. And I need everybody to follow this guy, man. I'm telling you, like, he got some some definitely some dope, good music. You know what I'm saying? And also, not only that, like, he bringing reggae to the to the, you know what oh, I'm saying? Coming. Yeah, that's crazy. I though. got something coming. I swear yeah. to God, we talking about real pause that real quick. But I got something. Gonna, <laughs> I got something that's gonna satisfy them reggae fans out there. That's a fact, trust, man. Trust you, and believe. You got any shout outs that you want to give anybody? Shout out to my father, my mother. Shout out to my bros. Shout out to Cody. Shout out to my girl. Shit, man. Shout out to the whole fam. Free trap. That's one thing I need to get out right now. Free my dog, Space Boy Marley. <laughs> Free all the guys. Free behind all the guys, G-ball. man. Free all the guys. And, and you doing this for them? You like who? Yeah, like yeah, bro. you do the music for for everybody. I, look, I'm I'm a I'm a team player. That's me. I'm a team player, and I'm for my guys, and I'm for my 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 people. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to the world, bro. That's a fact. Shout out to y'all in the back. I see you. <laughs> Absolutely. But see, that's what I tell everybody, man. Stop thinking that you better than everybody else. Stop mm-hmm. being cocky. It's okay to know that you. A dope artist, you know what I'm saying, or a dope entrepreneur, a dope business, you know, person. But at the end of the day, we still all everyday people, man. I need everybody to get that in their head. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Pause and start listening to what other people have to say about constructive criticism. It can make you or it can break you. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of artists ended their career off with constructive criticism because they just couldn't get up off, you know what I'm saying, uh, what other people were saying about their music. But everybody not going to like your records. Facts. So don't hold it against them. Just grow that tough skin. So you already know what it is. Yeah. So until the next time, y'all catch the next episode on the rise, uncensored baby, and keep this. They wanted me to keep this in rotation, so I'm gonna keep it in rotation, man. Everyday people, man, holla at me. We out.